It is uh, Bob Metz and Jeff Schlemmer. Gentlemen, nice to see you both. Thank you and Bob came in today and said, I want to talk about something. Well, we never we never restrict our guests if they come in with an idea, something that's, that's troubling them or concerning them, or they're seeking my guidance and wisdom, which, of course, they often do. <clears throat> uh, we want to uh, afford them that opportunity. And, Robert, what's you you got to be in your bottom. What's well, buzzing in yeah, there? I'm going to go out on a limb today, Jim, and I want to talk about what I would call the, the public crucifixion of Martha Stewart. Um, first of all, let me preamble by saying, yeah, she did break the law. What I want to address here is the nature of the law that she broke and what she was expected to do. I want to point out how she was in a lose-lose-lose situation regardless of what options she exercised because of the nature of the law. And I think we have to realize that when we're talking about what she did, the issue has nothing to do about the stock she sold. It has nothing to do with whether she made money or lost money. That's not even part of insider trading laws. They don't care about that. You could lose a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um... All that is at question is what was in her mind at the time of the transaction. No, I don't believe that's the case uh, at all. I oh, I do. She was she was convicted, not Hang on. for what was on her mind or in her pocket. She was convicted well, let me because prove she you, lied. Let me prove you wrong twice by reading from the London Free Press, which is basically my major source of information on this case. But right here, first sentence. Uh, homemaking guru convicted of all counts against her. Uh, convicted yesterday. This is from Saturday's Free Press. Uh, about, quote, why she unloaded her stock just before the price plummeted. Not that she did. There was nothing wrong with that. All they care about is why. I call this the hate crime of economics. It's like the argument about why somebody, you know, whether they were driven by hate to shoot you or she not. She know what the why was because it is against the law to indulge in insider trading. And if she sold it because she had insider information, she it broke the law right there. But and, in fact, that's, that's not what issue. she... That's insider not, trading laws are absolutely absurd. That's not what she was... Oh, how, how can you say that? Because they set up the outside people as if to believe insiders aren't doing all this trading anyway. If I was running a company, I would know everything that was going on. And by the way, the loss in the stock here was not caused by any transactions on anyone's part. It was caused by the Food and Drug Administration. Well, that was an action. They by said they wouldn't part. approve a drug that was dangerous, isn't it? Well, no, they won. They won their government approval. But this is the irony of the whole thing. If everyone just held on to their stock, everything would have been okay. But if Martha had simply said. She could have done a number of things, Bob, though, reasonably. She could have said at the outset, I'm sorry, I have no idea that what was happening here was problematic at all, and I've got all these people around me who can attest to the fact that... Jim, that's not the point. Oh, well, sure it is sure, the point. Sure, she could have done a she lot of lots things of to options, cover her And the crash. options that she chose are the options that brought her down. I'm telling you, she shouldn't have been placed in a situation where she has to lie to protect her own self-interest. But she, she doesn't, doesn't have, have to lie. <laughs> Nobody's one, forcing one, her to well, lie. Well, wait a minute. Let's explain it here. One of the reasons that she would say that I, that I didn't do it was because she was concerned about her stock dropping. As soon as you admit to guilt of any sort, and that deal they offered her, by the way, came with no guarantees. That's why she said no to it. And I think that's part of what, what the system is punishing her for. But all she did was sell her stock. Let's look at a different scenario. Suppose that she got insider information from somebody, so-and-so, and by the way, that can be wrong information. It's just somebody else's opinion. And instead of selling her stock, she decided she's going to hang on to it. Maybe in her mind, she was planning to sell her stock that next day. Mm -hmm. But instead of selling it, she got insider information and she held on to it. Then what do you do? It's the same crime. It is exactly the same but crime, that she would you never can't be prove it. You can't prove that so, crime. So the whole point is, what are we proving? Are we proving sales or not sales? If, she, if there was no proof of a link between her information 
And I don't know why she isn't entitled to it and why everyone else isn't. But if you can't prove that link, then this stuff's going on all the time. Her only mistake was having an email on her computer. Well, I mean, her mistake was lying, and, wasn't and, it? Her mistake was lying. <laughs> that well, was I don't know. Trouble. That's um, what she was convicted of, Bob. That, a she, was not, a jury, she wasn't even charged with insider of, trading. A jury of her peers, having heard all the information in the case and all the evidence arrayed both for and against I, her, convicted I, her. I told, I, having I agree, said that, I she's not going she's to jail. That. I'm not arguing that She's going to have though. a bunch of appeals. At the end of the day, she's going to get some kind of a fine. She'll get a kiss. You know, She's not going to jail. This is not serious for Martha Stewart. It may be serious for her company, but she herself will get off with with a kiss. I was uh, reading about somebody the other day. It was uh, well, actually Marty McSorley, I think it was. Uh, to go back to hockey for a minute, and they said that uh, you know after he had done his uh, this thing a few years ago and uh, and hit somebody, I guess, in a hockey game oh, that sure, yeah. that he ended up with with losing five months' salary. And they said this was extremely serious for him because he's so highly paid. And I'm thinking, well. Five months salary for anybody is serious, but uh, why is it more serious? Because you happen to make more money. I don't get that. But for Martha, that's what will happen. But it's extremely rare for white collar criminals to go to jail. Uh, if they do go to jail, they go to, as we know, to sort of the um, the, the club feds uh, of the world. So don't worry about Martha. She's just fine. That's not the point, Jeff. I'm not worried about her. I'm worried about Good. every other businessman in this country who is forced to obey laws that, that well, are, like that are directed. Take. What is the purpose I like your of take a law? That there should be no law against insider trading. You're saying we may as well just be honest about it and just say, "Look, it." That's it my whole all take. The time, it, and it would be interesting if there were no laws against insider trading. I don't think we have an obligation to answer it the might... government truthfully when what they want is information from you that will hurt well, you or that you th regard that's, as that's, that's there a is morally slope. wrong. No, wait, wait, wait. There is no such obligation in the United States. She could have taken the fifth. There's absolutely no such obligation. Un she chose, she chose she to made ignore an error, But she should never have even been placed in that situation. That's well, the point. These laws should not exist. You know what insider trading does? It sets up the guys on the outside to have a false sense of security. Well, then Martha should lobby to change the law, though, shouldn't she? Isn't that what, uh, what the rule of law is all about? If she doesn't like the law, and I'm sure there are lots of other folks who don't like that law, they should lobby to change it. Well, exactly, and they should. And when they go and fight these laws, that's the grounds on which they do. And unfortunately, maybe, maybe very be a few people, even, even Bill Gates fell victim to antitrust laws. You gave a brief history of antitrust laws yesterday, Jim, in the context uh, of this whole Martha Stewart mm -hmm. thing. And antitrust laws began in 1867. Um, what was the name of that, that? Oh, with the Interstate Commerce Act which was meant to stop the big railroads from, from you know, quote, stealing land from the Indians and from the thing, but and, and from farmers. Farmers were the ones who organized. But the problem was it wasn't the railroads doing it. It was the government that did it, did it. Between 1863 and 1867, they gave the railroads 100 million acres in land, which they took away from the Indians. Yeah, but what does this got to do with Martha Stewart? Well, the whole point is, guess who gets the blame for all these bad laws? It's, it's the businessman. How is it a bad law to prohibit insider trading? Why is it a bad law to say that if I'm going to participate in a company in my own small way by buying some stocks, that a fellow who works for the company should not have an advantage of being able to buy more or sell that stock because he's got advanced information of something that's going to impact that, but I don't have access to that information? Well, you seem, you seem, well it's not fair, and, and you shouldn't think it should be, and nor should you think you're entitled to but that it, information. It, nor, nor is it possible to relay it well, to then, you. Well, then, if that is the case... Why do people... No, I mean, if that is the you're case, telling then I'm going I'm I'm to stop investing in, in your blessed capitalist system that you're so pleased Quite with. to the contrary. It's going to collapse. It's going to oh. fall to its knees. If I pull all my money out and everybody like me pulls our money out because we don't have confidence that we don't at least have a fair shake in, in the market, why would we put our money in the Jim, market? Jim, if I own a piece of property, I have the right to sell it and no one has a right to ask me why. Period. 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 No, I don't. I just. Well, one thing uh, I would say about that is that you're, you're right. At least that it would be a more it's honest system. It's not a piece system. of property. It's it's like you want to sell part of a house that I own. 
I own. Oh, no, I own one hundred percent of the shares that I own. You own other shares. Yes, even when you sell your house, all you've got is pieces of Jim, paper. You, you own a percentage of a larger entity. You don't own the whole. As a minority entity. shareholder, so what's your point? That I'm not allowed to sell it no. because somebody else owns a share. I think you should be able to sell it anytime you want, providing that the information available to you is available to all the other stockholders at the same time. Well, what's that wrong would be. That? Well, that would be ideal, but that's just not realistic. Why are not? You, because are you going to tell me that a guy who just invests out on the street is going to know all the same day to day? Goings on that the people who run the company are going to know. I, I, I could run the smallest. It's not the day-to-day -day things that create the problem here. It's it's when you get information like Mclone did that the federal government has rejected your application and your and your. And that's the risk all investors take. It's but the inve investors aren't aware of the, that the risk has come to fruition. But that's these not... guys bail out, and you and I don't bail okay, out. Okay, Jim, you live in an apartment building. You live on the say you live in, in the middle somewhere, and there's make a huge, this a good one. And there's a huge fire <laughs> burning next to you. Yeah. You can't get out yet because until every person in that building, from the first floor to the thirtieth floor, is informed of the fire, you can't move, even though you're right beside it. Well, I think you're at more risk. I don't see that, that analogy well, as being yes. Yeah, and and of course, insiders are at greater risk because they no, own not. a larger number of shares. Not they necessarily. Made the well, no, they don't. And institutional investors have huge amounts of of stock. But I, I agree with see, you. Though, I that it is a, it is a fallacy to suggest though that that the people who work there don't know more. And I think about stock options and how one of the most popular ways of rewarding executives of the last 15 years has been giving stock options. By definition, the choice as to whether they choose to exercise that option and buy the shares is based on their judgment working for the company mm -hmm. as to whether it's going to be a good investment or not. You know, Clearly, they know things that the average investor doesn't know. Uh, having said that, there has been this effort for whatever reason to try to create a somewhat level playing field. And I think Jim's right that that is the basis for investor confidence, which fuels the capitalist system. So if we take it away, I, I don't know how capitalism There's would survive. There's another issue here, too, that that the, when we talk about insiders, the people that, that tend to be best positioned to benefit from this are almost always the people who are, to a greater or lesser extent, in control of the company, the ones who are responsible, for lack of a better word, right. for the performance of that company. Exactly, and so, that's, so they that's run, why insider So trading. they create a situation where their performance has not been up to par, their performance has been disappointing, and then they cash out before their bad performance catches up with them, and the rest of the little guys get stuck with the, their failures. How's that fair? Happens all the the time and, and, and it, that happens in the absence of anti, any antitrust laws or in, insider trading laws. That happens without the knowledge How? of that. Give me an example. Well, it, it's happened with a, with a lot of companies where that just legitimately go bankrupt for for very good yeah, reasons. Yeah, but at least that, to a market. But well, if the company if, if the company goes bankrupt, everybody goes bankrupt. All the shareholders share in it equally. That's that's what I'm saying. Well, no, that's not the way it works. If you sell your shares a day before another guy for whatever reason, you're making a big assumption too. You're assuming that all the insider information is accurate. And I can tell you, mostly insider information is BS because what they want to do is fool other investors. There's it a bit of a game going if on. If it isn't accurate, then then we don't, in fact, have a crime. If nobody benefits at the expense of someone else, and ultimately this is what that law is about. No, it's not, Jim. Yes, it is. Wrong, it, it's wrong, It's trying Jim. to prevent somebody from benefiting Jim, the expense of someone that's else. that's not correct. The law does not care whether someone made money or lost money. That's a fact. That's a fact in law. But I, I think they want to discourage it, though, because they think All generally it does cause people to lose money. Roth, who was the CEO of Nortel, <laughs> who got all of his money out of Nortel about a year before it went south. You know, mm -hmm. tell me that he didn't have a sense that things were going
going sideways, and got his and money. And that out. should be a signal Enron, to the, the same marketplace. Thing. Major hey, investors of Enron it got all their money. It out. was a signal to the marketplace right. after he unloaded a few here and a few there and a few here and a few there. Because he doesn't do it obviously, because that whole cost of running, he loses everything. But but again, Enron, the same problem. It's a big problem when you've got people like that bailing out ahead of the game and leaving all the small investors holding the bag. That that's a big problem for capitalism. It's not healthy for capitalism. Well, it's part of the risk of capitalism. I I don't say that there's any guarantee. It's not a fair risk. Uh, what's fair about risk? What's fair about the lying the food is, and drug lying administration is a, a step down, down the road to, to ruin? You know, when you give people major people lying, that's a bad sign. That's a sign something's wrong and, and that shouldn't be allowed. Now, there's a principle in law called willful ignorance. If you, if you, let me go back a little bit to what you said before. But the, so the guy has all this information, and you think it's okay that he benefits from that information? Well, basically, he, you're telling me you think this law is just. Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't. And that's where we differ. You think it's you think it's okay for the law to even threaten somebody with a twenty-year sentence for what was in their mind at the time of we a transaction see what you get is for, absurd. Uh, possession of marijuana in the I United know, States. I know it's the same out. absurdity. It's like the maximum fine should be twenty dollars, not twenty years. So if what even, you're saying then is, if out of the blue, if my if Martha had decided to sell her stock on that day, that it's none of the government's business why she chose to sell. And nor did they care. They wouldn't care if she just the sold. The problem it. was that she got a call from someone in the company who said, "Martha, you better sell your stock today because it's going down tomorrow. Because I have information that no one else in the market has. Now you have that information too. And if you do sell your stock now, you'll make some money, and you won't." Get hit in the collapse and sure shooting next day two days later boom the whole thing collapses for the exact reason that the guy communicated to martha the other problem no, she has is that she knows collapsed. that you're not allowed because to do he knows that. it's going to collapse no, no, but she knows that look, whether she likes the rules or not she knows what they are and it appears that she chose to ignore them but Again, that's not the issue i'm addressing that today, doesn't help yeah. anybody when you I got, mean, when you I, people, I'm not a rule. Look, look if, if I had lived in Germany during the reign of Hitler and they came to my door and I was hiding Jews in the basement and they said, you must answer these questions. Are you hiding Jews in the I think basement? That I'd say no. A little different on the moral culpability scale. No, it's not. In I fact, think it's morally exactly the same. sell your stocks because you have inside information. I don't think that makes you equivalent to Okay, uh, so you're going to sell Schindler. your house in the neighborhood because you got inside information that there's going to be a, a, a development going on in your neighborhood, but you don't want your neighbors to know about this it. This wasn't an so act of going, civil disobedience on her part to to protest against an unjust law. It was strictly greed. Uh, you're, you're confusing. She, well, she maybe it wasn't. Maybe she could come out and explain to us shares. what her motivation Somebody, was. Somebody, whoever bought them was the person that got ripped off. In a publicly okay. traded company. <laughs> no, the, um, That's the only person who, who, who lost anything. No, the system was... If, anything was if lost, there's no credibility in the anything. system, then people aren't going to invest it. As Jim said, if people know that the people who are on the inside are going to lie and cheat and steal to take away the value of the shares that are owned by little little investors, little investors will just say, well, I'm going to vote with my feet and not participate in capitalism. I'm going to put Personally, I think, people ha I think capitalism demands that you that you operate on the knowledge that you have, especially if the knowledge is real and objective. And in the light of that real and objective knowledge... To have the state compel you not to act in your self-interest is immoral. But it's not necessarily about the state compelling you not to act in sure your it self-interest. It's about the state compelling you not to actively act against someone else's no, interest. Nobody is. I'm only. I can't do anything with their stock. If they find out some other way, I can't stop them either. Well, let me ask. And you I can't do anything about what if they choose to hold on to their stock or keep it. That's what the stock market is. It's a place of risk and. Did you ever see that funny movie with Eddie Murphy and Trading uh, Places? Trading Places, thank and you. Where that's all about insider trading mm -hmm. on on a humorous level, mm -hmm. and 
the message there, and I think it's very real, is that it goes on constantly. So that's so, a justification for it that makes it okay? Of course it's okay. Insider trading is no different be, than outsider trading. Because training. it goes on all the time it's just makes people it okay? Who have, you're telling oh, that, me, no, no, what you said a minute ago that it goes on all the time as though that was some justification for it. Is that a justification that it happens all the time? No, that's not the justification. Uh, what I'm saying, but that's just another reason against having insider trading laws because all you're doing is protecting the public from what from the information that's going on on the inside. So how does that how does that differ then from a corporation wherein the executives get together and say we're going to inflate the value of this stock? Charlie over there, I want you tomorrow to go and buy a million shares of it. You're going to pay this much, and then Jack to the next day you're going to buy another million. You're going to pay this much. We're going to ramp this stock up. We're going to get it really flying, and then we're going to bail out fairly low. And uh, uh, whole different uh, well, situation. Why that's is it whole? Printing more stock. Oh, it's all, exactly uh, the same thing. No, it's not. Sure it is. We've got an inside information that the company really does sucks, but we know how to manipulate the system, and you're saying it's okay. There's no problem with doing that. So we'll manipulate the system. We'll, we'll artificially inflate the value of the stock. We'll bail out before the peak. We'll make a gazillion dollars, and a whole lot of people get get hurt. Well, so they got hurt. It's a the system. Well, first of all, risk. if somebody pours money into a stock, it may be, quote, artificial, but at that moment, it's real. There's no real art. Uh, value is completely a subjective thing. I think everybody would say that's fraud. I would There's too. Just no way around that. In the case, of, <laughs> and, it's, and if you've issued ten thousand uh, um, shares of a company and you print five thousand more illegally, you know that, that aren't supposed to be out there. No, no, no. That's I'm fraud about too. Illegally? No, you do not have to do that. Or you even easily, legally, you can easily or, inflate the value of a stock, and it happens all the time by issuing and, uh, more people shares. Get, people get caught. No, no, no. You don't no, no, issue you, more you shares. Well, that's one way of inflating. Saying you've got a great new product that's coming out. There's all kinds of ways of. Persuading the public your company is doing wonderfully when and you there know are, it's there doing are, the, the, well the, the history of economics is replete with examples of right. companies doing exactly that. And, and sometimes Jim. they get caught and go to jail, and sometimes they don't. Right now, we're not going to go to jail, <laughs> but we do have to pause for a second. If you stay with us, we'll be back with more Left, Right, and Center. This is Talk of the Town on News Talk 1290 CJBK, where interesting people talk and London listens. We're talking with uh, Bob Metz and Jeff Schlemmer today on uh, Left, Right, and Center, and we're talking about insider trading, and, and listener Mario sent this along as his I definition. Insider trading is receiving information from an inside source of certain future outcomes relative to a company's wealth. It could be information about a report that's going to come out later on, but you have access to it earlier than scheduled, etc., etc. Any person who has access to this kind of information, which will benefit that person to the exclusion of others, is insider trading. I'm paraphrasing what Mario said, but uh, I like his I like his definition. That works for me. Works for me too, but still shouldn't be against the law. The other thing that happens is because <laughs> it's hard to catch people, it's hard to detect this kind of thing. I think they throw the book at them when they find one, and uh, you know whether they think that's a good or a bad idea. But that that certainly is true. That I think when they grab onto a case where, particularly a high profile one like this, what they're trying to do, the government's trying to do, is send a message to everybody else saying, "Look, if we come calling on you, asking you some questions, don't lie." As Jim well, said, take the fifth if you want. I go deeper. I say, don't if, lie. I, I say if the act is not illegal, then the reason you did it cannot possibly be illegal for is, any reason. But the act is illegal. Selling stock is not illegal. Selling stock as a result of insider information is illegal. Okay, so, but, but. So you can argue all you want that the law might not be the right be law. But the law is the law. She was aware of the law. She had high-priced lawyers. She had an opportunity to avoid the entire problem by taking the fifth. She made the decision not to do it. She cast the dice, and she lost. Who are so you agreeing with, Jim? If you're saying here that her, her mistake was just simply not to defend herself properly, you're saying, hey, she should have said nothing, and everything would have been okay. 
So in other words, this law doesn't really I'm bother not, no, you I'm one not, way or the no, other. No, no, no. I never said that she should have done that. I said she could have done that. Okay. I believe she should have told the truth and, and taken responsibility for her actions. That's what she should have done. Well, I will. At that point, if she agreed with you and felt that these were unreasonable laws, then she should have fought those laws. But she didn't do that. Well, I agree that's the right thing to do. I'm, Martha Stewart is not my poster girl here. But that's where you issue. started from. You said she no. was being abused and attacked. She is. And rah, but rah, that rah, doesn't rah. mean I'm making a hero out of her. Well, I still my, I, One of the problems is too many people in business is they don't understand what's happening to them half the you time. You still haven't proven your very... premise to my satisfaction at all. You've put a premise out there that Martha's being being uh, attacked and abused, and I, I haven't seen a scintilla of evidence to suggest that. Well, I never, other than that, your own... Certainly she's being pilloried in the media. Having said that, you live by the media, you die by the media. Mm -hmm. She's always been a high-profile person. She's sought the attention. That's why I call it a crucifixion. It's like, you but again, know, she's, let's, she's let's invited that by making herself Christ. a high-profile person. She isn't, she isn't a, a reluctant genius who sat back and said, please don't uh, talk to me from day one. I just want to make these good product. She's somebody who actually sought the media out. She has television shows. She's got books. That's her business. That's right. So if she's one who wants to go out and say, look, pay, listen to me, watch me, pay attention to me, watch all the things I'm doing. Then when things start to go wrong, she can't say, oh, please look the other way yeah, now. Please don't watch me now. <laughs> Can't do that. Don't work that way. I don't hear her saying, don't watch me now. I, don't, I never heard her but say that's anything what, like that's that. But that's what the pillorying is. That's she's what getting you're a public pillorying because she's a public huh? person. That's what you're suggesting. That what did I say to away. suggest that? You said she was being crucified. So well, yeah, that doesn't mean that she's she, saying, <laughs> don't watch me. It's a whole different thing. I don't, again, same premise, though. You're again, you're though. putting <laughs> thoughts in her mind and convicting her for them. And I just see that's a go that's all that's going on here. If there had been no memo, and let's assume she just went and sold her, and she would have got away with she it. didn't get any information. Mm -hmm. Then the act was perfectly legal. If she had not got any information, you're absolutely right. The, the act would have been perfectly legal, and we wouldn't be talking about her today. And that's why she had to talk about so her. Then again, she had an opportunity to, to prove her innocence. The reason it, there's got nothing to do with the act; it's got to do with her reason behind it. You know, at a time when we well, live, there was an act. In this case, there's evidence to show she that she received stock. information that she wasn't supposed to get. And then when she was asked whether she got it, she said, no, I didn't. That's a lie, and she's in trouble for that. It's, it boils down to being pretty straightforward. I agree. She, Jeff, let's get beyond the point of the superficial rules. Yes, she broke the rules, and they were playing Monopoly, and she lost the, the game. The rules okay? aren't superficial. The rules are the core of the whole thing. They are the, they are the whole game. There is no game without the rules. The rules are free market. You take a risk in the marketplace. You don't guarantee people that's a socialistic level of their... That's, not, that's their, not the rules we play under. Whether, well, you, whether you like it or not, those are not, not the rules. Argument. I understand that. I'm saying the rules are wrong. And that when rules are wrong, they should be changed. I'm just misstating my case so, for changing the rules. So because the rules. the rules are wrong, she's getting crucified. Absolutely. No one should go to jail for something that is morally okay to do under any other circumstances. She didn't injure yeah. anyone. She didn't shoot anybody. She didn't go and steal anybody she else. She just tried to cheat them out of their money. She didn't cheat anybody out of I'm her sure money. She, she sold her sure. stock. Yeah, to people who would buy it at a high price, knowing it's going to tank the Everybody next day. Everybody does that in the marketplace. No, they do not. They do not. It's going to tank. No, they do not. have to maintain the... A smart investor does not buy a stock, and there's lots of smart investors out there, does not buy a stock that with the expectation that it's going to go down. Sure, you take a chance, you take a risk, but you investigate the stock. What the people who bought her stock knew about Imclone was that there was a federal report coming down and the reports had been that it was going to be positive and this was going to generate significant new revenues for Imclone and that's why they paid her the money. That's why Imclone was worth the money it was worth when she sold it. But when she sold it, she knew that that was not true. The only way she knew that was through a criminal act. It was a criminal communication between her and her broker. It was a criminal communication. She broke the law and when she was called to account on it, she lied about it. Did she? Because the, 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 the drug administration changed its mind later. They gave her approval. 
Technically, she could have lost money on this deal big time by selling it by selling her uh, her thing. But the but the loss again is not caused by her selling the shares. Well, the then she had no reason to lie. If she believed she had done the right thing, then why didn't she just tell the truth from the start? She did. She went on the Larry King show for an hour and said, "I am because I I could see." Oh, there's a fountain of truth for you, the Larry King show. No, somebody goes on the air in front of millions of people. I watched her for a while. I could see, I, I could tell that she broke some regulation or law, but I could see in her heart of hearts she didn't think she did anything oh, wrong. So you, said, you, know, you said before, now wait a minute, you're accusing me of reading her mind, but you can see into her heart of hearts. Very nicely done. How do you She's do saying that? I didn't do anything wrong. How do you manage and that I, trick? I'm, You'd be I'm, surprised I'm, how many criminals don't think they did anything wrong. I'm not allowed <laughs> no, to no, speculate no, about what was in her mind, but you know what's in her heart. <laughs> Whose rights did she violate? No one. A lot of people. Right. No, she, she violated mine. Uh, she violated mine as a potential as a potential uh, shareholder of that company. She violated my rights. It's interesting because you know Ayn Rand always wrote about the first thing you want to do to have a free country is get rid of antitrust laws, and she says the biggest supporters of antitrust laws are conservatives. And I guess that makes you a conservative in this case, Jim. And we well, have me a too. Big, a big, you are too in That's this right. sense. Uh, we have a big gap here in our logic. I just think that that when well, you, when you, when you invest with think, a company, you Jeff take and all the speaking logic, and you depend upon the honesty of the people running any company. Period. Well, then, yes. then you would have been disappointed and, in this case, wouldn't you? No, I expect people to operate in their self-interest. I don't expect a person to sacrifice their interest to me, and I don't expect them to then expect me to sacrifice my interest to them. Then I suggest, then I suggest to, them. to you, as someone who does invest in the stock market, that if I believed that was how the stock market worked, I would not have a dime in it. But it does work that way, no, Jim, and, and yet, and yet it's still mostly honest. There. There are protections but, but the there. market doesn't go up because of the protections. It goes up because of production, because of investment, because of success, and failures happen. If you think you're going to get cheated, you're not going to invest in the stock market. No, you're just not going to go there. Do it. You're not going to go right. there. I'm and not... if you think that a company's crooked, and, and but you, you don't know the way what you want us to do. You is can you say, tell by the profit. No control. Oh, you can't tell by the profit. Well, if you're co if you're making money every year and they're paying <laughs> you guys, dividends, we're done. what do you we got to go? Play <laughs> Thanks to both of you. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going to do more about this yeah, one. Uh, join us time. again next week, and we'll uh, we'll continue to beat Robert up on this one. <laughs> <laughs> the error of his ways. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. Bob Metz and Jeff Schumer with us on Left, Right, and Center.